Hey everybody, welcome to the Burrito Witch Podcast. I'm not even entirely sure if that's what I'm going to call it, but you know, I figured I'd have a placeholder in the meantime uh, so I can have like a, hey, welcome to the fill in the blank podcast. Thank you for listening. So this is just going to be like an introduction episode. I do already kind of have a somewhat semblance of what this is going to look like. I have some topics in my head lined up uh, about what I want to talk about. While I am trying to kind of have a structure, they are also going to be kind of like a, a semi-stream of consciousness. I, I think, personally, if they're not like funny podcasts, my favorite podcasts to listen to are people who are just kind of talking and having almost a conversation with themselves and, and therefore having a conversation with whoever's listening. I'm the weird outlier person, it seems like, that I don't heavily get into the crime podcasts. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, learning about historical murders uh, just just don't get me as wet as it does for other people. <laughs> uh, but hey, if that's your jam, stick with what you know. You know, stick with, st- stick with what makes you real hard and horny. Like, I, that's my motto. Like, if it works for you, great. Sexual innuendos aside, like I was saying, I do listen to more stream of consciousness kinds of rants. And uh, off the top of my head, my, my two favorite that are my always, my, my always go-to podcasts are Tyler Thrasher's podcast which I don't even honestly think he has a structure to them whatsoever. <laughs> he might. I'm sure he does. But he basically just like gets on uh, Instagram live and records whatever he says there and then posts it on his podcast. And it's just like his lives directly to the podcast, which um, work out really cool. Like I really like them. I'm really into them. Uh, the other one is... Uh, what is it called? Revolution Ramblings, I think is what the podcast name is. And it's Amber Khan's podcast, who is, uh, I uh, think she is incredibly intuitive. And I think, okay, so Tyler Thrasher is, in case you don't know, let me let me back up. Here I am just talking about other people's podcasts. Tyler Thrasher is like a scientist, botanist, uh, artist, and intertwines them all sometimes, a lot of times. And so he approaches these, like, topics from a very analytical, uh, scientific mindset. So it's, like, one perspective. And then, like, I love Amber Khan, who is <laughs> a semi-problematic Gemini, which <laughs> aren't they all just a little bit? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love to hate her and, like, also love to love her. Like, I, I can't decide which side of the fence I'm on. Sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck, you're so full of yourself. And sometimes I'm like, damn, that was some shit. Like, that's some good shit. She's a witch. She is a tarot practitioner. and uh, But her podcast seemed to be more centered towards... Uh, honestly just kind of like um intuitive downloads and she kind of goes where she like feels like she wants to talk about but they're not really like okay I'm channeling like it's not that kind of thing it's just kind of like hey here I am I'm gonna talk and it's some shit so listen um kind of similar to the trap witch I don't know if you guys have ever seen her readings but it's kind of like hey here I am show up because I'm not sure what I'm gonna talk about I'm not sure what I'm gonna say 
but it's gonna be some shit so listen that's kind of the same a similar vibe but she kind of gets a little bit i feel heavier into the conspiracy theories which hey cool i don't know much about conspiracy theories in and large like as a whole i don't know i can like uh yeah as a whole i could never really tell you details about a conspiracy theory but you know the reason i bring these two other podcasts up in the first place is to kind of explain sort of how my brain works. Uh, You have Tyler Thrasher, who I guess if you had to label it very broadly, would be left, I mean, sorry, uh, the right brain. He's, you know, science-y, facts, all that stuff. (laughs) All that important junk. And then you have uh, an intuitive witch on the other end, uh, who is, I guess, I don't know, is that considered left side brain? You know, we're just going to roll with it. That's how my brain works. I feel very equally both. Here's one thing I've realized. There are <laughs> there are lots of times in my life where I have this like need to like get this information out of my head. Like I am a witch. I am claircognizant, I think for, first and foremost, and probably clairsentient, I think. <laughs> Just throwing that shit out there. Yeah, also, hi, if you're new here, I'm a witch. I do tarot, uh, and I, I talk about shit like this very casually this is just a part of my life this is just a part of my conversations now if you are my friend i slip in and out of like uh everyday life shit to like witchy shit like it's nothing because that is my life (laughs) so if you're here for it awesome if you're not you know press press stop and go somewhere else the way it works for me in my life and my spirituality is uh i think first and foremost claircognizant so i just get information in my head that just feels like like it just washes over me like it's like uh oh shit oh shit where did that come from it's just like constant epiphanies it feels like um that's what it feels like it feels like epiphanies and it's just kind of like they're like I need to get this out. I need to also sometimes they come, they come and I I can feel that there's information in my head, but I can't make sense of it yet. That happens a lot. And that's fucking frustrating where it's like information is in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, I can, I can, I feel like there's something trying to work itself out. I feel like there's something that's in there that I need to understand and figure out. And so one way I do it is by talking about it, but not everyone is available for my fucking 10-hour rants, you know what I mean? Like, not everyone is here to sit and have me spew some, like, internal monologue bullshit because then, like, they're just, like, they're like, oh, hey, okay, I just wanted to, like, uh, say hi. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my bad. I'm here telling you, I'm here talking to you about my childhood drama. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, be, be polite. I always ask permission if you're gonna like word vomit on someone, uh, please be courteous and be like, "Hey, are you available to like sit down with me and 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 uh, uh, hear me out for a second? Because that's always polite. That's always nice. Um, that's always thoughtful. And you don't want to sequester someone with your word vomit. That's never great. Even though I find here's the thing, I've gotten to the habit, or at least I've tried. I'm definitely not the greatest at this. I've gotten to the habit of 
it's like, hey, are you like, can I talk to you about something? And like <laughs> the problem I find is that most everyone says, yeah, of course. And then when they're there and I'm just like regurgitating shit onto them, they're like, oh, I didn't know I was going to be here for this long. So I feel like the best way to have me is in a situation where you're hearing me talk and I get to talk, but at any time you get tired of it, you can just press pause and come back to me later. Or you can just press stop and completely abandon ship. <laughs> and that's really a-okay. Because honestly, whatever I have to say is for me, I think mostly, but also if anybody else gets anything out of it, great. I love it. But also my message is never for everyone. That's one thing I've always realized is like someone's message that comes through me is always for someone else other than me. Always, 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 always. But it's also never for everyone. So, hi, if you're here with me, hello, welcome. I love to have you here. Glad you made it. Uh, please stay. I would love it. Um, also, I just banged into my headphones, and so I'm sorry. Uh, I speak very animated, and I move my hands a lot, even if no one's here to see me, and I just banged into my speaker, and you might have heard that, so I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we're not here with really fancy equipment because uh, I'm not sure where this is going to go, so I definitely didn't uh, care to invest as of yet into anything substantial. This is mostly feeling like something that I'm just wanting to do and if it ends up being something that I really enjoy then then like I'll I'll look into being better at it but for now this is this is exactly just enough like I think like I think whatever comes out of my uh basic bare minimum podcasting equipment which is not any sort of podcasting equipment it's literally my phone an app for podcasting and my Apple earphones that has a mic attached. So <laughs> we, we're working with the very bare minimum. But anyways, the whole point, the whole point of me having this first episode, the whole point of me blabbering on about nothing is basically for me to introduce you to me, introduce you to what's going on here. Like I said already, my name is Nora. Hello, I'm a tarot reader and a ranter enthusiast. <laughs> I'm also a little bit into astrology, but definitely don't come at me with your birth charts asking me how to interpret whatever, whatever. I am not uh, qualified to tell you anything with real meaning about your chart. <laughs> Uh, so I get a lot of people, to, like, like honestly, to, I get more people up in my DMs asking me about their birth chart than they do about like tarot readings with me. I'm like, girl, I can't, I can't tell you anything with 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 a with a very secure heart. <laughs> like I can be like, well, I think this means this. I can assume this means this for you, but like, uh, I, there's nowhere that. Or there's no time or no place where I was like, hey, I'm, I can tell you about yourself via birth chart. I never said that. I really like it for myself. And I like, I look at my own chart and I like to look at my friend's chart and assume things about them. 
assume all kinds of terrible things about them like that's my favorite thing to do but I can't tell you anything I can't help you out with your life problems via astrology I can help you out with your life problems via tarot so come at your girl you know you know <laughs> uh I got started with this whole witchy spiritual path about three years ago it wasn't that long. I've always been semi-interested in it. It's kind of actually funny looking back because I remember sitting down with my boyfriend's like Siddhartha book and like being and sitting down there and just saying, how do I, and I don't know if you've ever read Siddhartha, but like Siddhartha is like a fucking amazing book. Um, and I remember sitting down and reading it and and just like feeling really moved by the book and really thinking to myself how how does one get here how does one get to this this life of of meaning how does one get to this life that like it it just feels like you are moving forward and correctly you are moving on the right path you are moving with intention and with with love and with just like the feeling and presence of enlightenment like how does one get there and I remember sitting there being like fuck I don't know and this was deep into my um uh atheist phase like I was raised catholic became a born again christian oh god yeah i did that that's what i did i have a a shoulder tattoo that says how he loves i did that um (laughs) uh but yeah this was deep into my atheist phase and thinking like i know that i felt spirituality i know that i felt something and so what is it mean how do I get to a life that felt that way again without the things and and the principles and the religion that I grew up on like what is it like because obviously I felt like any religion led to the same path I felt like it was all bullshit I felt like all of it was man-made I felt like it's all like um some patriarchal like just controlling power hungry system which religion honestly fucking is flash forward to 2000 whatever 17 I think and I was at uh what I would consider a very very dark place very uh rock bottom uh dark night of the soul kind of place and really sitting there and thinking, well, fuck, I don't know where to go from here. And I remember, I remember like thinking, maybe I should take up meditation because my anxiety is through the roof. And that was just like the worst. I mean, okay, listen, like trying to meditate your problems away when you're in the thick of like the worst shit ever is like not very great. Uh, I mean, start somewhere for sure. Meditation is great for sure. But I was just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Like, this is, I'm just more aware of how anxious and terrible my life is. Like, I don't know. But a little bit before my life, uh, as I knew it, fell apart, I was just constantly uh, watching tarot videos on YouTube. And I got introduced to those years ago by uh, one of my friends. 
and I remember, you know, because she's kind of been steady into it uh, for years now. And, I, you know, I've kind of, like, gone in and out of, like, her interest of it. Or I'm like, oh, that's interesting, cool. But she showed them to me years ago. And I just, for some reason, for some reason, was just, like, they just popped back into my life. I don't remember why. I don't remember how. They just popped back into my life. It wasn't like I thought about them constantly. It wasn't like I was, like... I don't know like it was just a random reintroduction of like tarot videos back into my life and then world fell apart and I deeply felt like I needed guidance so then I was watching them more intently and I just felt really drawn to them to tarot deck to to tarot I guess and I was in situations with friends I remember clearly this one time in Ventura listening to my friends talk about their problems, about something going on in their lives. And I really deeply wished I had a tarot deck with me to like flip over a card to get more clarity on the situation. And I mean, I think that's kind of weird for someone who's never touched a tarot deck in their life. Again, raised really heavily Catholic. I thought the devil was (laughs) in tarot decks. Like I thought I was going to unleash some like fucking demons through tarot. So, uh, because of that conditioning, it took me kind of a few months to actually like decide that I want to do tarot and then decide to buy my own deck. Um, also for any baby tarot witches out there, there's this like thing going around where like you're supposed to be gifted a deck. Fuck that shit. Take ownership of your own destiny. Buy yourself that deck. It is yours. It is your power. Take it for yourself. That's okay. Um, there's a lot of like weird rules and shit that go along with tarot that I say, follow what you want to get rid of the rest. If you need to be corrected, if you're doing something incorrectly, universe is never there. If, if you are not doing something with a malicious intent, universe is not there to be like, um, no, excuse me, you're doing that wrong. Here's a curse. You know what I mean? Like it's going to gently guide you back to the right direction it's going to give you a little roadblock to, or something, or it's going to, it's going to, it, if you need to be corrected somewhere, best believe universe will be there to correct you. But universe is not malicious. It is not trying to hurt you. It is not there to like bestow some sort of terrible thing onto you because you did something wrong. Like, oh fuck, I was supposed to wait for my tarot deck to be gifted to me and I bought it myself. Now I'm going to have, um, hand herpes. I don't know, but, but yeah, buy your own deck. Uh, that's, that's, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, eh, it's not important, honestly. So yeah, bought my deck, did that thing. The minute I got it, First of all, the first day I had my, the first day that I had my deck, I was actually kind of nervous to open it. But I went to <laughs> and, I, and I and I wish I had a really cool story about how I came into my deck or it like found me or like I found No, I went into I went into the local uh uh spirituality store in the mall. Like, it's one of those stores where you can find some really cool stuff in it, but I also feel like it's a, a store that they have spirituality as aesthetic. You know what I mean? You know you know the type. It's like Urban Outfitters type of shit. 
I bought my first tarot deck there because I knew they had it. And I was like, this is the best place that I could think of to buy a deck. And I, it just at the time, at the time, I didn't want to buy it online because I'm like, I don't know, it feels kind of weird to just like go onto Amazon and Amazon my deck. Like I just wanted to touch it in person and buy it like that. But <laughs> I don't know, that's beyond the point. The only other place that I knew <laughs> because I live in a conservative California town. The only other place that I knew would have a tarot deck has those like weird fairy kind of tarot decks. Like, you know, like everything in their in their store kind of has the kind of like um like okay, and like take no offense to this because 100% I would be down to play Dungeons and Dragons, but like the whole place kind of has the like I was um rejected as a child because I played a bunch of D&D and uh, LARPed and so now I'm into witchcraft. Um, <laughs> I feel really, I'm sorry, take no offense, but if there's just a lot of fairy stuff in there, you know what I mean? There's a lot and I love fairies and I love all things uh, mythical in that sense. Like I can watch Lord of the Rings 10 million times and it'll be the best movie in the world to me because that's the kind of bitch I am. But, you know, it didn't feel like that's the kind of witch I wanted to be. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one that was wearing the the unicorn shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done talking shit. Um, uh, it, this is all done in, in, in jest. Okay. This is, this is not, <laughs> but like <laughs> my whole point, all of this to say, all of this to fucking say, I went to the mall and bought my tarot deck from this, uh, aesthetic spirituality store called earthbound in case you know it. Um, I'm sure they have a few other places and I went home. I was actually pretty excited. And honestly, from there, the rest is history. But I, I, I think it is important to note in, in it, since, since this is just an intro to me episode, I do feel like it is important to note that my interest in philosophy and in psychology kind of solidified itself whenever I really felt connected to my deck. Whenever I started feeling like, holy shit, I think I might be good at this. Because I felt like um, I've always, <laughs> I've always felt like I've had a bunch of useless gifts, in the sense of like, I've always felt like I can read people really well. I've always felt like I can identify bullshit in people's lives really well. Like in a, and I guess I guess in a similar way um, that uh, a therapist can kind of hear you out and be like, ah, this person probably has uh, anxiety disorder. Like, I guess that's in that way I can kind of like suss you out. I've always had this really deep interest in both philosophy and psychology. And I feel like philosophy really helped my mind learn how to dig past the surface and learn how to identify themes and metaphors and just kind of like analyze like, Oh God, I can, I can talk philosophy all day. I can just give me 
fucking books on philosophy all day. Like, it's just my shit. Like, I love it so, so, so much. I think it's great. But, like, honestly, does philosophy have any other purpose other than <laughs> than just, like, thinking a whole lot? I mean, like, it, of course it has a purpose. Of course it has a purpose. Like, I mean, everything has to be kind of began with this, like... Being able to imagine something else other than what is currently in front of us. Like I took, I took a metaphysics class, and I will always. If you hear me talk about philosophy, you'll always tell you hear me talk about the most beneficial slash useless class I've ever had, which is my class on metaphysics, which is basically an entire upper division philosophy class about shit that you can never know for sure ever exists. You are arguing and debating on the idea of multiverses, which you can never, uh, as of uh, you up to up to now, you can never prove exists. You can never prove that that multiple dimensions exist, and yet you have to read entire books on this motherfucker who is like, nah. They exist, here's why they exist. But he's talking about a bunch of hypotheticals. And he's talking about a bunch of... (laughs) So you're there. He's there arguing for like two chapters of like really dense language. He's there arguing for two chapters why Pegasus exists because he can think it. And because he can think of a thing, then that means... On some universe, on some parallel dimension, somewhere, a Pegasus must exist because we cannot conceive it on our own had it not existed somewhere, sometime before. Basically claiming that our brains cannot create even imaginary matter out of nothing. It is all essentially recycled material, even our thoughts. I don't even know if he said that, but now it's just coming to me and I'm thinking that that's what he meant. Even in our minds, uh, we cannot imagine something that can't exist. So if it does not exist on this plane, then that means it must exist on a different plane. Therefore, multiple <laughs> planes exist. I had to read a whole fucking book on a sh- on this fucking thing that... Uh, we can never prove. <laughs> we can't prove. So, it is the most useless and beneficial class I've ever t- taken because after that class, I feel like I just understood complex issues like like I've never understood them before. Like, after that, you couldn't throw something at me that I couldn't potentially ponder. Like, Oh my God. And let me just talk about, I'm so sorry, I'm going off on tangent, but let me just talk about my professor because my professor for that class was the fucking best because already the class itself is slightly absurd. Okay. It's already slightly absurd. And then we'd have to like, we'd have obviously open class discussions about it and we'd have like, well, what about this? And what about this? And no matter how absurd somebody's comment or question was, he would sit there and be like, huh, okay, all right, so let's think about this. And like, no matter what, he would like take it and think about it. Like, and he would make you feel like no matter how stupid you are, everything is like, okay, good point, let's think. And so like, it just, it just blew my mind of like, uh, 
just how little pretense. It, it just everything had meaning. Everything had potentiality to be something. And so you took you took something out of everything. And it was just kind of like, okay, let's go with this further. Let's see where it takes us. I felt like there's nothing you could throw at me after that that I couldn't be like, huh, interesting. Let's that's uh, that's an interesting concept. Let's think. Like it just opened my mind beyond all po- like possible realms. And I don't know how it did it because I couldn't tell you not a goddamn thing I learned in that class other than how to better receive complex topics. And I will forever be grateful for, I mean, in general for philosophy, but that class was just like so infuriating when I was in it. I, I don't know how I would ever have opened my mind in that way without that class. Anyways, these are the useless gifts <laughs> that I have. <laughs> They're not useless, but in the practical world of like, making something out of them I'm not exactly sure where to go from there because I know that I'm good at them like it's one of the things that I know that I'm good at and so it's like uh, what are you good at make do something with what you're good at and I'm like I know I'm good at this and it's something that I that it's like not only am I good at it it's something that really excites me (laughs) I'm a fucking nerd like give me let's let's have a discussion about something like I will be wet as fuck like I just want to fucking talk. I want to discuss. I want to just debate. Like in open debates. Like no, I don't want to argue. I don't want to like have you throw your fucking bullshit opinion at me and be like this is correct. Meh. I know. That's not that's not fun. Like I don't want to debate that. I don't want to do that. It's not I don't want to have to feel defensive. I want to just have an open conversation and just like go back and forth with ideas. Like that shit makes me wet as fuck. Like I love it so, so, so much. Anyways, there was this moment with tarot where I sat there and I did a reading for someone. Uh, I asked permission, always ask permission. It's rude if you read someone else's energy without their permission, which (laughs) I definitely did not follow those rules when I first got my tarot. 100% did not follow those rules but now uh, I am learning I am correcting myself do not read other people's energy without their permission that's rude anyways I remember I was reading someone's cards at home by myself but I was just trying to like learn and like do it and I remember connecting these dots and I remember like seeing I, I don't know I think it was like a six card spread or it was like something and like just this like information just entered my brain and this connection just happened and it felt the same as when I made sense of a complex like uh, topic in my fuck like in a philosophy class or when I finally understood something in my psych class about how to better understand like it just felt like all of that knowledge that I've gained from the things that really bring me joy finally clicked into something like they felt like I was utilizing them it felt like I was accessing them and like I, they weren't for nothing because now they're coming together and they, it, it felt like I'm supposed to be here. There's this clear moment where I was like, holy shit. And it brought me to tears because I was like, I'm supposed to be here right now. And it was that Siddhartha moment, even in this dark pit of hell, I'm on the right path. I'm supposed to be here. 
this is how I get to that, that like, (laughs) in my head, I had it as that like hippie yogi, like old lady, like in my head, when I was thinking of how do I get there, I thought of myself as this like, really old lady, like that was really spiritual, and like really just like, woo woo, and like really just like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Grace and Frankie, and uh, (laughs) I'd always look at Frankie, and like granted, she is definitely not the like, (laughs) she's not the spiritual guru that I have in mind, but I remember like when I first watched like the first season of Grace and Frankie, I was like, that'd be so cool to be kind of like that Frankie character, like just be old as fuck, living your best life, being really open sexually, just being like, yeah, we're gonna talk about fucking dildos, we're gonna talk about like my vaginal wetness we're gonna talk about this and that like and she was also just really like hippies and whatever um I I idolized that a little bit and I was like how do I get there like I don't want it to be like fake obviously that like moment of like connection and like where I'm at now I look back at that moment with my cards and the connection I had for like everything kind of circling the right moment, the universe waiting for me to get here. And thinking back to that moment where I was sitting with the Siddhartha book and thinking, how do I get here? How do I really delve into like this Eastern philosophy? How do I really delve into meditation? How do I really delve into like connecting with my highest self? How do I do all that? I can't give you the recipe on how to do that. I don't even know how I did it myself. I am the closest to that person that I have idealized myself as, as I have ever fucking been in my entire life. And I just feel like I'm gradually getting closer and closer to that person. And that feels exciting. That feels amazing. And I just keep getting better. And it's honestly like, I don't know if this just comes with age, to be honest, because I'm currently going through my Saturn return, I'm a 29-year-old lady, (laughs) and, like, I'm so excited to be, to feel liberated, I'm so excited to feel free, I'm so excited to feel like I don't have to adhere to some sort of societal norm, I feel so excited that I don't feel attached to, like, having to to live up to some sort of role that was made for me and not the one I chose. I feel so excited to be me. I feel so excited to explore what it is to be me because I feel like there's different, there's definitely levels that I haven't even delved into yet. I feel so excited to access those levels. I feel so excited for the probably, ro- the, the fucking, I'm sure I'm going to hit some really ugly shit before I get to better shit but I'm so excited even for the ugly shit because I know it's just going to take me even deeper into my path each time I hit a roadblock each time I hit somewhere ugly it takes me somewhere deeper within myself it gives me more clarity of myself which then gives me more clarity of the world outside myself and it's the best gift I could ever ask for. Tarot did that for me. Tarot was my initiation into this life. The darkest pits of hell were my initiation into this life. Where I was when I began this journey, I honestly 
was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be this person anymore. I hate who I am when I look in the mirror. I hate what I am when I go into my own head. I hated a lot. And I don't even think I, I knew how much I hated what I was at the time. I don't think I, I thought that I did. And then the more work I did on loving myself, the more I realized how far away I actually was from loving myself. So yeah. And then now here I am, doing whatever I am doing. And I'm nowhere near the end. And I'm somehow so far away from the beginning. And it's, it's all great. It's all, it's all really beautiful. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. I have, like I said, a few topics kind of lined up for what I want to talk about. I'm not entirely sure how I'm structuring them. You know, I, I do write a lot. So when I don't talk about the things that I need to get out of my head, I write them down a lot. So I already have some things written down that I've like threw out of my brain that I would love to talk about because I think it's a a fun conversation to have and of course if anybody wants to come at me with their questions comments concerns I would love to hear it I love having conversations thank you for tuning in thank you for listening again uh, I'm not sure if the if you can hear my AC unit go on and off but I'm going to hope it's very subtle and I'm going to hope that it didn't bother you too much. And please stay tuned. Come back again. Come hang out with me. Yeah, that's it. All right. Bye, guys.